Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Present Perspective. Recently, I've been asked to speak and teach in our junior high and high school class, and I had a blast in there. The subject was biblical hospitality. And after reading a bunch of scriptures and commentaries and study guides, I would like to share with you what stood out to me what I was able to compile together and really my perspective when it comes to biblical hospitality. Many people associate the word hospitality with the industry that includes hotels, resorts, restaurants, and that is one of the modern day uses of it. But I've discovered that hospitality can actually have a much richer meaning when looked at through the lens of scripture. Some people also will think hospitality is inviting someone to sit with you at lunch, sitting next to you in church, offering a nice firm handshake. And to an extent, yes, but I believe that some of those things actually boil down to good manners and proper etiquette, not necessarily hospitality. Well, what is biblical hospitality? As Abraham models in Genesis chapter 18, biblical hospitality is actually a sacred duty to treat strangers and friends alike, welcoming one another into our homes, uh, into our uh, spaces, our community spaces. So like a, a group of friends at church, a group of friends at school, and ultimately really into our lives. In fact, the whole idea of welcoming strangers, uh, travelers providing for their needs during a stay is a practice that goes all the way back into ancient times. In the Bible, if you welcomed someone into your home, they were now under your protection. We see this also in the book of Genesis in the story of Lot. God has called his people to go a bit further than just that surface level of hospitality as a way to minister every day. The official dictionary definition that I shared about hospitality says this, the friendly reception and treatment of guests or strangers, the quality of receiving and treating guests and strangers in a warm, friendly, generous way. This idea had a very practical application back in the Bible and centuries ago because traveling was dangerous. People on the road were vulnerable to weather, thieves, and wild animals. But knowing that if they made it to a town, they could find a safe place made leaving home all that more manageable. Many writers in both the Old and New Testament encourage God's people to go beyond simply opening our doors. Leviticus 19.34 says, The foreigner residing among you must be treated as your native born. Love them as yourself. According to scriptural teaching, hospitality is one of the characteristics that God's people need to cultivate as part of a holy lifestyle. Titus chapter 1 verse 8 says, Rather, he must be hospitable, one who loves what is good, who is self-controlled, upright, holy, and disciplined. And this is mostly talking about church leaders, pastors, 
if you lead a small group, your church leader, but I believe that it can also be extended to all believers. In 1 Timothy 5, Paul writes as a, about a woman and says, she is well known for her good deeds, such as bringing up children, showing hospitality, washing the feet of the Lord's people. So hospitality ideally is a practical expression of God's love that reflects God's character into the world and brings him glory. There are many examples, both in Old Testament and New Testament. A woman who appreciated the work of the prophet Elisha went the extra measure to help him feel welcomed in her home. That's uh, 2 Kings chapter 4. Or like Mary Martha. As Jesus traveled through Bethsaida, Jesus found respite with a generous family of siblings who attended to his needs. Or when Paul and Silas were in Philippi, they were warmly ministered to by one of the women they had just taught. That's in Acts chapter 16. But instead of looking at a story or a passage of scripture and getting bogged down in just that one area, I would like to take a look at two specific verses. The Old Testament contains many instructions for God's people to be hospitable to those who are on the road or otherwise in need of a place to stay. It also is quoted and shows back up in the New Testament. Hebrews 13, 12, uh, sorry, 2, Hebrews 13, 2 says, Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. That's pretty cool. This kind of hospitality is important because inns or hotels were expensive. And as well, they were really had become centers of pagan festivals and criminal activity. A further encouragement is when you look into biblical records of hospitality, some unwittingly actually entertained angels. This happened to Abraham in Genesis chapter 18. When a group of strangers appeared at his tent one day, Abraham received them with respect and concern. And it also happened to Lot in Genesis chapter 19, Gideon in Judges chapter 6, and Manoah in Judges chapter 13. That's crazy. They welcomed these people in, and then we, as we read scripture, it is revealed to us that those people, those men that were being cared for, showing hospitality, were actually the Lord's servants, were actually angels here on earth that were sent. That's incredible. Hospitality was given and received by angels shows the importance of the hospitality Christians ought to give one another. It is better to offer hospitality generously than to miss the chance to entertain angels and shows the importance of hospitality. Christians should give to one another. Being hospitable, hospitable? Am I saying that right? It doesn't sound right. Being hospitable is different from social entertainment. Entertaining focuses on you as the host, on your home, on your food that you're serving. Is there enough? Hospitality, in contrast, 
focuses on the guest and on their needs. Hospitality can happen in a messy home when you have a friend over and you're hanging out in your room and it's lived in. It can happen around a dinner table that's not that fancy. Maybe you're just eating cereal or maybe you're just eating hot cereal, you know, like soup, not some lavish meal. It can even happen when the host and the guest are just hanging out together doing chores or doing homework. You can share a meal with someone today. Uh, when I taught this, I said, you can do it today after church. Invite someone over to lunch or out to lunch or invite someone to your house. You can do it wherever you are. Maybe after work tonight, you can invite somebody out for dinner. Or maybe you need a plan and say, hey, why don't we spend some time together Friday after after work? And you can just play games and have a conversation, have a chill environment. And that is still showing hospitality. Hospitality simply means making other people feel comfortable and at home. Hospitality draws people together and allows them to get to know one another. First Peter 4, 9 says, offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Ooh. The addition of the word without grumbling or complaining, depending on the translation of your Bible, gives a tinge of realism to the well-known command to be hospitable. Hospitality can be hard work. Some guests will be more difficult than others. There may be times when it is more of a duty than a joy. I can remember way back when I was a kid, I had a friend stay with us for a long amount of time. I think it was like 12 days or something like that. And I was super excited in the beginning because we're friends and his parents were going on a trip and he was going to stay with us every day for 12 days, almost two weeks. I was stoked. And then we started constantly sharing a space. And that excitement quickly wore off. Let's, I'm just going to be honest. The, the things that he complained about, how messy he was, uh, how he treated my parents, all really started to get on my nerves. And yes, I was sharing my room, but it was still my room. And I didn't know all of this back then, but sometimes it can be difficult to show hospitality. Peter recommended that the believers not complain, but serve their guests as those serving the Lord himself. Matthew 25, 40 says, as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Why would someone complain about being hospitable? Well, guests like to eat and food isn't cheap. Guests can eat up our emotional energy and just make us feel drained. They talk about themselves, their aches, their pains, their relatives' aches and pains. And sometimes it never comes back to us. It's all about them. And it can get a little tedious. And they also eat up our time. You know, you've got things to do. Chores, homework, to-do lists, or just having a brain break, just having some mental rest. But the Bible advises us to invest in people and to let the rest take its course. Budgets are flexible. Emotions are replenishable. 
Uh, and there will never be an end to your to-do list. Let's be honest. I have one of those. When guests arrive, focus on them generously. Your time is truly God's. Build bonds of friendship by treating guests like royalty, like you are excited that they're there, that you're happy that they came over. As we consider the scripture that challenges us to practice hospitality, most of us can probably recall a time when we tried to extend friendship and we were actually met with rejection. If you're like me, Satan can actually use that rejection as a roadblock to prevent you from obeying God on future occasions. You stop extending invitations for people to come over and spend time with you. You stop opening up your home. You stop being hospitable because of this rejection. If we are to cultivate a heart of biblical hospitality, we must refuse to rely on our achievements or to dwell on our failures. And we must lay aside past rejections and stop holding grudges. Instead, we must seek to climb what's known as the hospitality mountain because hospitality is not easy. The work is not easy, but it's worth it. Just like when you get to the top of a mountain and see that breathtaking view, the ascent begins with developing proper climbing strategies, right? You need to know where to put your hands and your feet, have the harness, the ropes, the hooks, and to pace yourself. So here are some strategies to help you climb that hospitality mountain. Number one, make a list of people who would be encouraged by you offering them hospitality. Maybe you hang out with the same four or five people all the time. Look around you, open up your eyes. And is there somebody else that you can welcome in? Is there somebody else that you can invite over? Maybe you've never done that and you're a little nervous, but would that be an encouragement to them? Number two, make a plan to invite soon. Don't just think about it. Don't just think, number one, oh, you know what? It would probably be really nice. I've never invited so-and-so over. I've never invited so-and-so out after work. It would probably be really nice for me to do that. Well, then actually make a plan. Say, I'm going to invite so-and-so today, or I'm going to invite so-and-so to spend time with me this weekend. Make a plan. And then be make it simple. Don't make it big or flashy, but you can even start today. You can be a little spontaneous. Have someone come to your house today after school, after church, after work, depending on when you're listening to this. That's a great beginning. Not, oh, come over in two, two days. That gives me enough time to clean and polish. That's not what this is about, right? We're welcoming people into our homes, into our lives. Step number four, pray. Pray that our hospitable God will give you joy in demonstrating his character to others. And number five, just simply remember that memories require time and energy to create. I'm sure you can think back to a time where you were at someone's house or you were out to dinner with friends and you laughed and made great memories and had a great time. Memories require time and energy. Well, there you have it. That is just a look at some elements of biblical hospitality. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I hope 
hope you have a wonderful day. Invite someone to spend time with you and have an awesome week.